position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Welcome, friends and neighbors, to episode number 318 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Oh, the nightmare, COVID despair, Thanksgiving quarantines, <coughs> pre-post-apocalyptic. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm, I'm feeling great. I got COVID again. Uh, between the last time we talked and this episode so oh crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sound I am fully recovered from my second uh, bout of COVID but unfortunately I am a seething riotous cauldron of vaporous infected aerosolized dropletized uh highly infectious uh, virus still until the first Monday in December. So yesterday was, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving or I can't imagine that's possible. Um, 
unless you were being extraordinarily irresponsible, very naughty, and completely psychotic. Uh, I imagine most people felt the absence of not just absent friends from a historical or this mortal coil or a, a historical or geographic distance, but had the added benefit of enduring it mainly alone and with people ill and, you know, it's apocalypse! It's the apocalypse. Um, so, that was Thanksgiving for the apocalypse, and my philosophy is now adamantine. Um, especially, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to survive Trump, literally. It's a stress test of, like, hellish proportions every day, as he pardons Flynn. And, anyway. But forgetting that, if we can survive the virus, if, if as many of us can stay alive, and if we can keep as many of the people in our lives alive by wearing a fucking mask, assholes! Um, for just two more months, we will be within the range, even if you're like me, even if you're 40 and have no reason to be prioritized in any way, shape, or form. We can make it for two more months. The vaccine will have be coming at that point to um, nursing homes. And the month following that should be people that I worry the most about. People in my mom's age range with uh, you know, pr- uh, you know other health related stuff and being really fucking old love you mom uh, missed you last night and that'll take you know like a maybe a month and a half and then it's it's down to us of course there is well we won't, we won't discuss all the doom and gloom I don't want to talk about COVID or Trump or Thanksgiving or the fact that Yesterday was a completely unique experience in my personal life. It was the first and only Thanksgiving that I've ever had where I did not see another human being's face, did not hear any human being's voice, and did not get to talk like even over the phone voice wise with a single human being I care about or any member of my family everything yesterday was done by text and I just busted ass on the website you know I I got it's not going to be done in time the original deadline this is our second piece of top story oh by the way Ivor, you're fired. You did a good job with Thanksgiving, though. Good job, ma'am. Um, and a fantastic uh, job uh, with last week's show, which was a fucking disaster of epic proportions, but you know what? I can't win them all. And after seven years, and, you know, I mean, these are the times that try men's souls. Uh, 
etc. And it was funny because I was like, wow, that was really psychotic. And then two days later, I, bam, COVID again. So we know that immunity will be of limited durability, but I got it in February the first time. This time it was actually not as severe and it was about the same amount of downtime though. It took me like basically five days of where I could not do anything. I was I slept for 22 hours a day. Um, and I have one, one, the same one night of heavy, heavy, hard breathing. That was scarier this time, but I, you know, I survived. Uh, and don't fuck around with this shit, man. For reals. I think I got it from biting my nails because I have everything delivered here to the Fortress of Darkness because I'm not allowed to get my mom killed. So, I haven't seen anyone in 11 months. I have been to a bar one time in the last 11 months. Which is crazy. I have not met with a single friend in person in 11 months. Um, But I I still bite my nails and these last uh, four weeks-ish, I guess, I've been going out, I've been making on average, three to five um, out trips outside my house every, you know, ten days, two weeks. Mainly to get cigarettes, also to get booze. The two only commodities I can't have delivered. And I always wear a mask, and I'm always socially distant, and I'm always, you know, really careful. Um, but it lives on services for 20 hours, and it is so out of control. The volume of spread right now is so extreme, including here in Nevada, um, that I think I got it from biting my nails. Because that's one thing I've not been good about at all is like not touching your face or eyes, um, and I'm not good at washing my and remembering to wash my hands constantly, um, and I bite my nails all the time, I have all my life Mm. I'm pretty sure that's how I got it but anyway, uh, I'm I'm fully recovered, no need to worry about me it's not that, it's not even that the worst is over it's that I am symptom free, but I am still incredibly contagious, so I am under absolute quarantine um, which is you know, really it was really fun it was just a great Thanksgiving all the way around very grateful to all of you friends cohorts very grateful for you know having having the members of my family who are still around uh, and and being so blessed with uh, you know an interesting assortment of friends that I am actually proud to call friends etc 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 but Day before Thanksgiving, Steam was like, hey, yeah, it says, you know, uh, Scoogie Sprite, you know, uh, we gotta, we gotta make sure that the bar isn't set too low on, you know, oh, recording your fucking every week podcast on the Friday following Thanksgiving in the middle of a pandemic at the end of the world in quarantine 
while recovering from COVID and also having like fucking mental problems. I've been losing my mind lately. Uh, uh you know, we don't want to make it too easy for you. So, but bam, we're going to drop the Steam fall sale on you. That was Wednesday afternoon. And there's a reason why I am the captain of this shit show. And there's a reason why I'm damn good at my job. And you're about to experience the full brunt and become the beneficiaries of uh, your imaginary big buck full full gold buron mighty joe win give me that paper fat stack motherfucker cash why I get paid the big bucks you're about to experience that um because we do have again uh a enormous deals list episode this everything else everything must go it's not right anymore Including you, you're fired. Oh, and by the way, today uh, it's, this is being recorded for you Friday, November 27th of 2020 at 0913 hours. That would make it for our sequel friends 2020 1127 and uh, website probably will not be done by the end of this month, but then again I lost the 10 of the 20 days that I had blocked out this month specifically to do the website lost 10 of them to sickness 5 to COVID and 5 to uh, the pre-COVID I, I, which it looks like it, it, felt, it was like everything happened the same way it happened when I first got COVID in February of this year it was you know, blah. So I wasn't worried, but my mom was worried, and everyone's stressed out because everyone's gonna die. And you know, um, it's 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 a really great time. Um, it's really good. It's it's really great. Uh, and we and, and the crushing depression every day. I become aware of having to succumb, having succumbed to over the weeks post the election. Um, is probably the most intense, grinding, and uh, maddening of any weeks during the entirety of the Trump administration. Um, for me, it's sad because it's kind of like watching not just democracy itself die and get, you know raped and violated on pay-per-view TV by a raving mob of fascists and uh, stuff, but it's also kind of really, for the first time in my true adult life to really have serious doubts about whether or not we as a species and and especially Americans as a subspecies, as, as, a, as a as a as a subsection of that species, I'm really beginning to, to wonder if it is entirely possible that we are too stupid to survive. And that's, you know, 
That's a big, dark, ontological pill to swallow while you're getting goat-fucked and have been in, basically, prison because a stupid fucking mass-murdering idiot refuses to allow the existence of science that is inconvenient for him and is backed by a party that does not believe in the basic fundamental underpinnings of, you know, constitutional representational democracy and the American experiment and where do we go from here? It's anyone's guess. So it's been a good time. But yes, I have assembled for you as per traditional every goddamn year now. The Steam Fall Sale is in full effect and there are some amazing pieces of news. In fact, this is one of the best uh, pick, one of our best deals extravaganza episodes for a holiday uh sale event that we've done in maybe two years um also lunch sticks are now available on Etsy I just got the listing up at fucking 3 o'clock this morning it's by no means comprehensive but it does work that listing will work it will allow you to pay me money and it will inform your brain about everything and you, if you buy that that listing, if you buy what is listed in that listing it will be sent to you almost immediately um etc, etc, etc so we're on our way with the lunch sticks which you can look forward to hearing more and more and more about as they dominate more and more of my time, effort, and energy because I really like making them and I really like playing with them and they combined they combine like everything that is cool and good and fast and simple but also kind of challenging and cross-disciplinary and it all gets wrapped up into a product that ultimately is designed to be eminently and you know as close to supremely satisfying for the end users desires and needs specifications etc as possible and I think they're going to be fun to sell and it's a good it's a good product that I can make quickly but uniquely and not have to skimp on quality in any way so they're I think that they're good sticks I'm getting pretty damn good at making them we'll see what uh, Vigilant Viking says in like another week, He's, he just got his on uh day before Thanksgiving um and I've demanded certain uh, questions be answered going forward, but anyway so that's all of our top stories The so the Steam fall sale began I think on Wednesday, it continues through December 5th, all of these discounts are for the Steam Fall Sale. This year, instead of doing just like, you know, one of those fast-talking micro-machine episodes like I used to do every, you know, four years ago, where it's like literally where we would cover um, so many games that just to even go through all of the name, all of the titles, to make one lap through all of the, all of the titles that we had mentioned, 
at the end of the show took three minutes speaking as fast as possible. Those days are gone. I don't do that anymore. When instead, what I chose to do instead this year is break our picks into three distinct categories, each category containing ten individual listings. Now, all of these games are great. All of these games are cheap. Just like every other mega deals list extravaganza that we've ever done, though, I have certain editorial requirements for the deals list, like you know, it can't be too top-heavy on games that we've talked about recently. It has to have deals that appeal to basically every type of gamer, if possible, to represent a plurality of the best, most recent games, even if they are not the cheapest, but they still must be on a steep enough discount to justify their inclusion. This is is probably the best list I've ever put together. Um, Well, at least not ever. Uh, Last three years. I think you will like it. You will be the judge of it, though. Uh, And in the interest of fairness, the order in which these uh, titles will be presented is not... They are... It's three unordered lists of games. Now, our categories... Our categories... I think this might this might be a format that we might stick with. Um, we'll see if if I can remember that this was what we did when we hit the summer sale in six months or whatever. But this is a pretty good organizational approach to presenting you with because it's not just about what's the cheapest. It has to be the best. It has to be among the best games that are available for Linux bottom line but it needs to be you know a big cross section of AAA titles very recent titles all of the discounts have to be exceptional but sometimes the discounts are not numerically exceptional when viewed you know against other similar titles but that but a specific game can get more weight and hit the list just because it never goes on sale or has never gone this far on sale we had to make almost none of those major calculations in terms of assembling these lists so, oh and and, and in the interest of fairness, I talked to Master Splinter I just asked him, hey man uh, give me a number between 1 and 3 I could write a fucking program a one-liner in five different languages in, in the shell, and the computer could do that, but I wanted an actual listener, human listener to blindly determine uh, so the list that I did third, is going. he picked three, will be the first list that we do, and then we'll go three, two, one instead of one, two, three um so, each list is broken up into topics. Well, into categories. Category, the first category, in fact, the first category that I, as designed, was recent unbelievable AAA blockbusters that are on 
massive discount and are, you know, like some of the best games from either this year or the last year at um steepest uh, highest highest normal price but now reduced by steepest discount uh via by virtue of the sale second list of t- 10 in each 10 titles in each list the second list is I'm calling it like the usual suspects and these are like the best games from the entire history of the show that always end up in every you know mega sale list and you can fucking go back to like six years ago um, and go to the six years ago I think was the year that they did the two sales where they, they did the fall sale and then they immediately followed it on Black Friday with beginning the winter sale and that sale went through New Year's and it was a nightmare doing one of these lists in terms of preparing it for the show requires that I look at every single game basically that is available in the sale and right now, that basically includes everything other than Duskers and you know I don't know maybe one or two other games that have ever been listed on the Steam store. One of the reasons why I'm so good at this is I try to explain to Shadowgram, I'm like, man, dude, don't post a fucking list of your every major sale means that the next episode is going to be me doing my job which is best done when I save the listener from having to spend seven obsessed hours um, combing through every fucking, you know, no, instead you can spend one bemused, irritated, and uh, horrified bewildered hour and 20 minutes listening to me angrily rant at you until I go hoarse and beat up Ivor, who's holding up the whiskey sign again. So we have the usual suspects, and and when we get to them, you'll see why. And then finally, we have just straight up unbelievable deals. Normally, five or six years ago, it would be a struggle to maintain quality control for the elements of you know my picks for that event in this kind of area every game across all three lists this time except one is one of the best games that you can play in your life all of them are unbelievably priced and I've covered, I think, at least one type of game for oh, the only thing I don't have is like a f- I, I didn't do Stardew Valley, I didn't do Starbound, I didn't do um, a good uh, online build crafty like Seven Days to Die game, but I think you're gonna like this. So we're gonna start. We were we were supposed to start with 
the recent blockbusters, which is like the creme de la creme, but it's better because now we're going to start with the third list. And this this time, I've done this once before where the total cost of all the games in this portion of, of this list combined are still less than half of the the average cost of a brand new major release on Steam even if it's a back catalog EA port thing you know now that Valve and and EA are are uh, signed a you know mutually assured destruction non non uh, murder you in your sleep and betray you at every turn uh, caliber frenemy and ship packed forever kind of thing um, and so we'll begin with that but first cheers hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving and I hope you are ready for an onslaught of deals that's gonna blow your mind mmm other big criteria when I put put together these lists is that if it's been a game that I've talked about a lot recently I try not to put it in a list and if it's a game that is just always on sale it doesn't ever make the list um, and if it's a game that and all of these games will run Via, either via Proton natively or via, you know, the default uh, I mean, via, excuse me via uh, Glorious Egg Rolls fork or via the latest Proton that, you know is default with Steam or natively or you know, some combination of blah let's Begin. Ivor, base them with the features thing, please. God damn it, we're never getting out of here, are we, Ivor? Don't you f- fucking laugh at me! He's 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 giving me the the Colonel Kurtz, the horror, Kalima grin and the laughter. Wow, you want to? You have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, I I, I don't really care. Uh, it was a rhetorical question. Beast him with it, motherfucker! Let's get this show on the road! Who do you think? Oh. My. God. It's the Libyans. The Libyans! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. The Libyans! So, oh yeah, and cue the deals music again. We haven't had the deals music in forever! So, first off, yes, we begin due to Master Splinter's Stone Blind, but excellent choice. We will begin with list number three. The Omega Deals. So these are the best games that are absolutely as cheap as possible. This is like, if you have no budget, or you have a huge gift list and whatever, or also, every single one of these games, with the exception of one is a game that I can guarantee that if you do not already have it in your library not only should you 
buy it at these prices, you are fucking obligated, and I don't give a fuck. You might be selling your plasma in a few hours just to get beer money. But that's out the window now because unbelievable deals. An entire list can be purchased for less than half the cost of a regular price uh, normal major release on Steam. Once again, in no particular order. We start with Witcher 2 Enhanced, which is 85% off at $2.99, which is unbelievable. (laughs) It's a crazy, crazy game. And it's funny because uh, Master Splinter and I were talking uh, just earlier this week about how I advocate that if you've never played any of the Witcher games, do not start with Witcher 1, and if you're only on Linux, absolutely do not start with Witcher 1. Forget Witcher 1, it is dead to you. Even if you insist on playing games sequentially, blah 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 blah, Jeff Jeffy Wise failed to follow this advice, and therefore insisted on playing, on buying a steeply discounted copy of uh, Witcher the first Witcher game, this is like a year and a half ago, two years ago, which resulted in, and he's running it on, he was running it on Windows, it's even buggier and crashier and worse uh, uh, on Linux. Um, the game has not aged well. It was The first game was not all that pretty to begin with, and basically the entire story and plot is frustrated by all of the things that are fundamentally bug fuck wrong with the game and add to the fact that it's like 7,000 years old and is really remarkably pretty shitty looking it's like, it's irritatingly bad how bad that game looks and if you fail to follow this advice you'll end up like Jeff who I was like, Jeff, don't don't play the, the first Witcher game. You don't need it. All the information in it is superfluous. It's you know, mainly superfluous. Like the, the second game does a great job of you know, it's 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 structured the same way as the first one. Uh, you know, mysterious stranger, unbelievable powers, dark secret, complicated past, uh, blood horror possibly, you know, massively monstrous behavior, trauma, combat, wars, hunting, outcast, mystery, it's home, your home, and welcome to it. The second game, however, which is Witcher 2 Enhanced um, Edition, 85% off, $2.99, is phenomenal! It still looks phenomenal. It runs great on any system. Doesn't look like, you know, the latest, greatest, most, you know, skin blistering, eyeball exploding, you know, uh, 2020, you know, latest AAA title, but it is beyond pretty enough to be passable. The story makes absolute sense. It's a better game than the first one in every way. Um, and it will make you, you will love The Witcher 2. 
which is preferable to the experience that those one of my close friends who failed to heed my advice earned for himself three months of frustration and disgust playing an ugly game that crashed constantly and had poor, generally poor unresponsive play mechanics, confusing controls and lots of problems and looked like shit to the point where he was so completely ah fuck this that he will never play Witcher 2 or Witcher 3 which is most unfortunate because they both of those games are better uh but so yeah our first our, our first entry in this in the, this tripartite list is Witcher 2 enhanced edition second entry a game that uh finally began to run via uh, glorious egg rolls uh, earlier uh, fork of Proton, one of his earliest I think so it was, it's not new to anyone else but it was new to me and we reviewed it I believe this year was when we ran our first review of it Just Cause 3, which is 85% off at $2.99 Just Cause 3 is the epitome of unbelievable over the top hundreds of square kilometers completely free roam unstructured gameplay tons of unlocks unbelievable violence immense grappling hook based parasailing adventure and abject fucking out of control James Bond is a pussy in comparison environmental destruction and viva la liberation uh, with you know endless types of vehicles and challenges the, the, the sheer joy of Just Cause 3 apart from how gorgeous it looks in spite of its old age and how well it runs in spite of its old age is how detailed and fine you can get with the controls to accomplish amazing feats effortlessly why is this guy fucking sorry go away I'm recording an episode. Just Cause 3 is one of the... And it's a huge game. It's enormous. Just Cause 3 is 85% off now at $2.99. Next game. The best... Well, one of the all-time best adventure games that we've ever reviewed during the life of this podcast and absolutely one of my favorites and indisputably a magnificent fucking technical achievement and clinic on game design resource management and uh, plot structure voice acting shape masking is amazing in this um and how to cheat really hard how to really optimize the shit out of your geometry 
and your textures and is widely regarded as one of the best games uh, ever made Tomb Raider, the 2013 reboot, you're a croft baby yes, this is the ultimate swashbuckling reboot, much better than all of any and or all of the original games, all combined with a bonus multiplier of a pity, pity exponential bonus modifier from that final from that final score of all of the original games including the first one and the second one which are the only two good ones that even were approximately close to good all of them combined with the bonus pity score are nothing in comparison to the unbelievable jaw dropping grip you by the balls uh, edge of your seat game works because it makes you care about the characters uh, salvation of the franchise that was the Tomb Raider reboot from 2013 it's it's how you do an origin story it's the Batman Begins of Tomb Raider and we're gonna, we're gonna just discard everything you know and we're gonna show you really who Lara Croft is, and yes, you might say, but her name is Laura, and it's spelled Lara, and everyone calls her Laura in the game, but in the movie, they call her Lara. Do not get me started. Oh, I miss... I miss... Oh, who was that who used to torture me? Is Enzin B. I miss him. But anyway, this is a fantastic game that I've beaten upwards of 14 times 85% off $2.99 up next a game that every year every sale since the first year when they dropped the port of it the day before New Year's Eve they, they put the Linux port out this is before Proton one of my favorite games ever made. A vastly underrated game, and a game that is pure fucking awesome. Another free roamer, but one that you probably haven't played, and which prior to the Trump administration used to be one of the most lighthearted and fantastic games I've ever played. Personally, I prefer to be hu- a huge titted French chick as often as possible with a high squeaky voice. Oh, I like this game so much that you hear it every week that you listen to this show. Numerous times, in fact. Saints Row 4. Zinyak, we're coming for you. One of the longest, most elaborate, most amazing Grand Theft Auto style games with one of the most hilarious and fascinating and legitimately interesting plots with the coolest characters ever. Some of the best voice acting and after all of that, Mindfuck after mindfuck, and after Genshi's super ethical elimination challenge, after you've spent 
150 hours completing every fucking tower climb and foot race and are now capable of doing shit that makes Neo in the second Matrix movie look like a fucking cunt game is also notable for having the best opening and the by far the finest closing credits of any game that I have ever beaten in recent memory and I will not ruin those closing credits for you there you go I'm next a perennial favorite and I'm not going to draw out this episode by playing you the sound clips yes I am god damn it I were, and you haven't punched them up have you fuck we're doing this because I am legally obligated anytime that I make mention of one of my favorite games from our first season of this podcast just pop it in there Ivor now please I always thought it's hard to make new friends but making enemies I guess that's easy we got four problems We saw their faces. We know their names. Know what they're capable of. They'll find us again. They'll find you and finish the job. Unless you find them first. That's right. One of the best role-playing Games, one of the one literally answers independently developed role playing games that both visually and structurally and tonally and uh, thematically really knocked my fucking balls off for the first time in a long time. This goes back to seven years ago. Transistor. Yes. Everyone's favorite talking sword, mute singer, uh, facing the end of the world in a bizarre cyberpunk psychological mindfuck of artificial in, uh, runaway artificial intelligence and post digital, post human, uh, Demi-isometric, far-flung, ultra-stylized, sparse game from the makers of Bastion um, is now... It's one of my favorite games of all time. I, like, right now, there's a fucking poster that Jeff Jeffy Wise got me for my birthday seven years ago, I think. Six years ago, something like that. Uh, next to my TV that is as big as my TV of red holding her sword, Transistor, a game where you communicate with the universe via typing into public terminals in reply to news articles and Facebook-style feeds in the comment section and never posting them. 
because all it needs to all the transistor needs to really see is exactly what you're thinking at least he already knows exactly what you're thinking because he responds to exactly what you're thinking uh but he, he he's not he's not real good at uh interpreting um your inability to speak uh into forms that are understood by anyone else including the player other than raw physical violence and badassery phenomenal game transistor and if you've never played it this is mm, it's been a long time since we've mentioned transistor on this show uh transistor 85% off at $2.99 that's a good 10 hours 15 hours and when you see the art style alone and the presentation alone you will know why it was really a keystone in terms of in what could be done on Steam via independent developers in the actual medium, like structurally and visually of the RPG. And you'll like it a lot more than um, most RPGs that you've played if you're at all like me. I don't generally enjoy uh JRP JR style JR esque RPGs, although um there's a huge list of ones that I completely you know adore and you know revere. Speaking of adore and revere, this single game, this next game, you want to talk about bang for your buck? If you want to talk about it as an hour per dollar equation you would have to spend every hour until this time next year playing the ne- this next game and even then I'm not sure that you would have completed and beaten it in every way and had totally mastered it to the exclusion of you know most other players a uniquely Linux title which was one of the f- which was the game that broke that that, uh, uh, that introduced the paradigm of we will crowd fund and then develop along with a community of investors who have backed us in you know five dollars ten dollars and their comments and you know blah 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 and we will not release it until it's perfect a legendary literally a landmark title and one of the finest games that you will ever play of any type anywhere FTL faster than light if you have never played FTL faster than light know that right now it is $2.49. If you like the idea of rogue-like exploration in which your the game is so hard 
and unless you've completely fucking mastered and know exactly what the fuck you're doing you will just a single mistake will completely destroy you and a game that is so difficult that it took me I think 100 hours before I first ever managed to beat the final boss um, with a great sense of humor unbelievable depth and it's going to be a timeless game like literally we could have like a virtual reality um, dreams jacked in directly into our brain by intravenous synaptic injection like in uh, that one movie Strange Days or whatever and trust me faster than light and it's little pixel people and it's little pixel seemingly simple seemingly stupid design will still be played at least by me if I'm around $2.49 another game that is exactly opposite of everything we've just been talking about the ultimate side scrolling multiplayer or single player carnage extravaganza of pixel trash and um, testosterone masturbating itself unto frothy sword exploding predator 1980s action hero based satanic murka rambo was a fag no offense to lgbtq people i mean that in the 80s sense um broforce let the bromance begin if you've never played broforce if you do not own broforce broforce is 75% off now $3.74 all, all I have to say is if, if you never played broforce then and, and, yeah that's a phenomenal game with uh, inline parallel campaign so you can complete your campaign with uh, by opening it up online. Matchmaking is pretty good but you don't have to wait. You don't have have to wait. Includes at least 80 different fucking parodies authentic parodies of every major action hero almost all of them from 1980 to present day including some of us amazing surprises um it's a delight to play completely destructible environments uh and the carnage the suicide you will get each other killed you will kill each other you will accidentally kill yourselves, you will intentionally kill yourselves, and you will defeat Satan for America, motherfucker. Bro Four, 75% off $3.74. Now, diametrically opposite to Bro Force, for those who like puzzle games, which are people who are not like me. I hate puzzle games. Anyone who's listening to the show knows that. I present to you one of the finest puzzle games that has ever been available for the GNU slash Linux operating system one of the flagship titles uh, that Valve has you know, it's like a gem in the star of Valve's crown and they have demoed it and used it to uh, demonstrate 
major rollouts of like insane things like uh, uh, initial um, initial demo of the original uh, Steam controller, the Talos principle. The Talos principle, first person. If you like Portal, etc. Talos principle is like that, but without a portal gun. Although you do, there are things that are like that, but it's uh, one of the most uh, critically acclaimed puzzle games that uh, has ever seen release, and is one of the one of the best games that uh, has ever been released since we started this podcast seven years ago. Talos principle is ninety percent off at three dollars and ninety nine cents. One a game that is not one of my favorites because it's a puzzle game, but. Whatever, I'm trying to have something for everyone here. Next, Spelunky. Spelunky, one of the widely regarded uh, on any platform, but only recently became uh, uh, playable on Linux via Steam. And when I say recently, I mean like within the last 18 months. (coughs) Spelunky which has made the developers millions and millions of dollars from its app-based uh, from its success on app-based uh, closed platforms like Apple and whatever. Spelunky procedurally generated Indiana cartoon Indiana Jones pick up and play unbelievably difficult get the treasure, save the girl get to the end of the level get a better high score, get further, and then die. Constantly. Get ambushed by traps. Blow yourself up with bombs. An endlessly replayable game that is, you know, almost, you know, ah, it's way up there. Um, and it's one of those games that I really wish I had more of an opportunity to play because... Uh, I started the podcast and then I couldn't play Splunky anymore because I had no time for any games that weren't on Linux. Splunky is 90% off, $2.99. And, you know, after you spend the 500 hours to maybe beat that game, you can also get Splunky 2, the sequel, which came out just months ago and was featured heavily on this show, including the fix needed to run Splunky 2. But, anyway. Finally, in the third portion of our list, the cheapest games as possible, the total cost of all these games on this portion of the list, I think is under $30. I think it's about $28. But there's one game on this list that I have not played. I just checked that it runs on ProtonDB, and it is not steeply discounted. It breaks a lot of rules, but it was so visually compelling that, you know, you always need something new that you have never talked about on the show when you do an episode that features the 30 best fucking deals out of uh, out of a seasonal sale extravaganza event that features tens of thousands of fucking video games. So, I humbly submit to you Post Void, which is 10% off, but that 10% off is negligible because even with 10% off, it's still $2.69. This is a psychedelic acid trip extravaganza of pixel trash meets Hexen meets Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas meets Serious Sam 
meets um, post-human fried cyberjacking uh, first-person shooter carnage and madness. It's, it's it's a game whose predominant color scheme looks like fried puke. Uh, the pixel trash version of it uh, with lightning fast absurdly confusing action in a uh, traditional you know just post Doom 2 style era level design and sensibility that's all I can say about it I got it this morning I have not played it so that concludes the first third of our list don't worry it gets easier as we go on uh, from here because the rest of these are pretty self-explanatory so I said we would go three to one. So, our second list category is the usual suspects. And these are all perennial favorites that um, are the, you know, there's a reason why they're perennial favorites. And that's because they're the, like basically the best games that are available for uh, consumption on Newsflash Linux operating system. All of these, each one of these is a priceless gem. I'm just going to go through it, but for, but uh, you know, I'm not, not going to talk too much about these guys we're going to get out of here in about an hour and a half isn't that right anymore? flash forward, two days later hour 37 of the list I don't know I don't know I don't know I won't kill me um, he promised me he would can you do that right? You're fired! Alright. First game deserve first game in this portion of the list does deserve a tiny bit of an explanation. It is the only um first person, super hardcore, fast-paced, running gun, stealth, open world, zombie apocalypse, cityscape, multiplayer. Survival horror, parkour, urban exploration ninja role playing game ever made. And you can strip away all of that shit and just say that Dying Light is one of the best games ever made. Furthermore, it's one of the best zombie games ever made. Furthermore, it's one of the best fucking parkour games ever made, and finally, it's one of the best adventure games of all time. Enormous campaign, includes multiplayer, has various different game modes, uh, multiplayer, you can play your campaign in parallel, you can open it up to multiplayer and play co-op, which is a fucking awesome experience. Um, If you find, you know, either you can get help from people or you can get people who will fuck you over or you can help people or you can try to help people who actually turn out to just be fucking assholes who don't respond well to your help or gifts of help. Hundreds of craftable items, upgrades, stats, unlocks, skills, moves, abilities, uh, tools, techniques, capabilities, uh, potions, crafting, uh, and a phenomenal story uh, all set in one of the most believable 
sometimes touching, other times hilarious, always fucking intense, but never like overwhelmingly scary beyond all belief, except for until you get good at it. But don't worry, you're fast. And what you rely on in Dying Light is not fighting this, not fighting the hordes, not even making any sound once the horde detects you or anything like that. It's a game about staying off of the fucking streets and traversing vertically uh, this imaginary Middle Eastern port town that's been abandoned by the world as it becomes the crucible for a geopolitical um, you know, like a covert governmental, non-governmental conflict with with its rivals and adversaries and all wrapped up with uh, an extra layer of uh, multinational um, proprietary science and greed in the which ultimately results in one of the best zombie ultra top secret uh, spy adventure parkour gangland um, craft em ups ever made it's a phenomenal game and it looks amazing and the geography is incredible, there's some things that you know, could be quality of life improvements that I would like to see, especially in terms of like, being able to navigate and figure out how you can navigate to different parts of the city once you learn that there are different parts of the city more effectively, but you'll memorize them all eventually and you will become obsessed with Dying Light speaking of becoming obsessed, one of the best stories that I have played ever in a video game and by far one of the, for me personally, most moving and effectively done um, stories period in any form of first person shooter and one of the best looking games with the best play mechanics and the most heart-destroying introduction sequence ever Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus a game that I will not tell you a single thing about apart from what I've already said you thought that the reboot was a heartbreaking work of staggering genius, which it was even though the ending of that game is kind of weak and whatever this game picks up exactly right at the ending of that game but then other things happen and you get to see a whole other side of of the nightmare of the nightmare dystopian fascist uh hellish, monstrous, ethnic-cleansed America in a counterfactual representation of what would happen if the Nazis had gotten the bomb before the Americans and actually won the war, invaded America, 
And now it's a little later and you're still BJ Blaskowitz, but you're in some bad shape. Emotionally, physically, mentally. I will only say that this game's story and the way they tell you the story and the way that you the way it it, it happens to both you as the player via the medium of PJ Blaskovitz is one of the most amazing achievements in terms of uh, in terms of exposing such an amazing horrifyingly sad um desperate struggle between a man his own innate propensity towards violence necessary for survival and essential in the environment in which he finds himself and his own will to live is an amazing game Speaking of amazing game, the game that saved Hideo Kojima's re- not just his reputation to me personally, but um, to those who give a fuck about producing quality video games for a passionate fan base that is deeply involved in your work only to shit in their mouths with games like Oh Say Snake Eater the finest game in the Metal Gear Solid franchise history, Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain if you have never heard anything about this game you have to promise me two things, one that you will go buy this right now it's 75% off at $4.99 I've spent over 1,100 hours in Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain You have to give the game a lot of time. But it is Metal Gear Solid redeemed, saved, and mind-blowingly blown open into a fucking free roam Grand Theft Auto style game that gets literally every 50 hours that you put into this game I can't tell you anything about the story and do not read anything that anyone else has to say about the game and if you get stuck or need help find me on the discord and ask me in private message do not if you not, if you have no idea what happens in Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain as I didn't it is very painfully easy to have numerous aspects of the story which is amazing and unbelievably especially considering that Hideo Kojima wrote it makes sense out of all of the rest of the mess and redeems him from his sins in all of the previous games but do not let anyone ruin any aspect of the story for you you get stuck Find me on the Discord. Send me a personal message. 
So that's Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, seventy-five percent off at four dollars and ninety-nine cents. One of the best-looking games I've played uh, in the last half decade. Up uh, next, we have okay. This is one of the few games on any of this aspects of this list that I have major trepidation mentioning, but it's also a game that we haven't talked about in any episode of this show in over five years, I think. It is a game that perennially promised to run on Linux, and for which I paid full price, and has never run on Linux, but I saw that it was on Super Sale, I don't know if anyone plays this game anymore, but it is widely regarded as the greatest uh, far-flung future space superiority science fiction style Wing Commander-esque multiplayer um, you know uh, space combat simulator um, somewhere in between pro- you know with, with uh, strong role-playing game elements or whatever uh, and technology upgrades etc ship varieties exploration and competitive, um, you know, space dogfighting exploration and etc. Uh, truly a game of skill. When I saw that Elite Dangerous, 75% off at $7.49, I decided for this list I would recant my promise to never mention this game on the show again because it kills me all of these years that it is not run on Linux. But I, I looked at the ProtonDB uh, reports page for Elite Dangerous and considering that it is you know almost universally acknowledged as the best game of its type ever made, the fact that within as recently as just a few days ago people have gotten it to work or claim to have, you know, easily gotten it to work. And the fact that it is 75% off at $7.49 meant that I felt I should probably include it and explain why we don't talk about Elite Dangerous. And that's why we don't talk about Elite Dangerous. And no, I have not tested it. Because I've owned a license for forever and I and I've tried, I've spent so many hours and days trying to make it run going back years now and it you know I'm I've closed my heart to whatever joy that Elite Dangerous would have otherwise offered and I'm completely incapable I think of breaking that seal but people say that it now runs on Linux via Proton Next game. Perennial favorites. Alien Isolation. Uh, you like scary games? Do you like the Alien series of movies featuring a distant, far-flung broad, broad, uh, beyond light speed, uh, space-faring, uh, Vision of the Future circa 1980, replete with CRT monitors, text terminals, ashtrays that look like they came from a fucking 
Bowling Alley in Yuma from 1995? Do you like seeing one of the most iconic creatures ever finally rendered in the form of one of the most terrifying and beautiful and magnificent accomplishments in the entire history of rigging and animation and modeling for video games? Do you like open-ended terror? You ever want to be Ripley? Well, you ever have any problems with like Alien 3 or, you know, subsequent uh, installations of the of the film franchise beyond the sequel Aliens, which I think is probably my favorite? Ever wanted something more? Ever wanted something so authentic that you will have been screaming for 30 seconds before you realize that it is your own voice that is screaming. Well, as you evacuate your bowels and you realize that they're right, you're becoming hysterical. Play an all-new, amazing story, the likes of which will fucking make you piss and die endlessly as we explore what really the boundaries not just of far-flung space and space stations and uh, communications and stuff but really the boundaries that that are fundamental to the bleak travail and unique psychosis that accompanies the injuries suffered uh to our personal cores which we alone must endure and which eventually come to divide us from our brothers and fellow human beings in this thing called life we face average amazing game alien isolation 75% off $9.99 for racing fans, I was conflicted because Dirt Rally 4 is the same price as this. Or, I mean, uh, uh, Dirt 4, which is the most recent, I think, iteration of the unbelievably phenomenal, um, only legitimate successor to really the same uh, GT race ethos as the uh, Gran Turismo and Gran Turismo 2. Um, but I don't like Dirt Rally I, I mean, I don't like Dirt 4. I like Dirt Rally because Dirt Rally is the greatest rally racing game ever made. And, uh, yeah. Period. End of story. So I, I said, fuck it. Uh, instead of Dirt 4, I'll recommend Dirt Rally. 75% off, $4.99. Hard, right, nine, in two, gentle, three, right, over, hazard, Danger, right, jump, into, snow, over, gravel, into, hard, hairpin, right, nine, danger. Yeah. It's the best. And you better play it only in manual and only in the cockpit view. And you better learn how to fucking follow instructions from your goddamn co-pilot. Alright, we're halfway done and we only have 10 minutes left to go before I've broken my promise again, but guess what? I don't give a fuck. 
I'm going to fuck is a deal episode, bitches. Up next, one of my favorite games of all time that only a year before, only 18 months ago, maybe two years ago, finally began to run on Linux. It is a little old, but it has not shown its age that much, and its charms and quality of gameplay and magnificence in toto make it an absolute if you've never played it if you've never heard of it if you've never seen it you now have you're now out of excuses Bayonetta or in other words is 75% off at $4.99 uh it is literally, period, one of my all-time favorite games. It, one of my biggest regrets in my life was that I was not still reviewing games for the paper every week when Bayonetta was originally released because it stole my heart and I knew exactly what I wanted for the lead. This was like 2007-ish. My lead would have been Brace yourself, kill monkeys, because this week's game is going to explode your fucking face off. That's my lead-in paragraph for Bayonetta. In other words, you want to talk about style, you want to talk about flair, you want to talk about over-the-top irresistible amazeballs, replayability, upgradeability and with a difficulty level that, you know, will leave your teeth chipped and your balls empty except for the carcinogenic, uh, what do they call that shit? The char that they've become in their core after falling in love with Bayonetta. Fly me to the moon. 75% off $4.99. Also, in a perennial favorites, no list of such games would ever be complete without one of the holders of my, of the, my personal standard for visual, ultimate, unsurpassed visual beauty in a video game for longer than two years, and a game that I still regard as one of the most spectacular um, meditations on its character and is still like unbelievably beautiful. It was only uh, it's only been surpassed two times since its release. Mad Max, 75% off $4.99. Also notable for Mad Max, among many other things, uh, its inclusion of Chum Bucket and uh, my greatest invention. Uh, this is five years ago because I remember I was playing Mad Max and had already reviewed it but I was playing it on the live stream for the first time uh, the day after Trump won the election which was a fucking horrible day but that was also the day that I invented in Mad Max a new form of entertainment for children and a great way of disposing of various unpleasant or disagreeable people and this was to convert them into people spray 
which is the process of taking a live, living human being who is ostensibly either planning on attacking you or engaged in the act of attacking you and shoving enough high explosive directly into their chest has to be their chest if you want to get real good people spray but can it's people missed mainly if you if you hit them in the head and you gotta really get it right in there so that like the blasting cap is the only thing that's protruding like a giant Roman candle and then you hold your hands up in front of your face to shield yourself from the bone shrapnel and watch the stunned screams of delight and joy of his friends as he instantly becomes a combination of blood and fireworks that does not aerosolize. It is people spray. Reduces them instantly into you know, quarter inch subdivisions of their core components and spam sprays their blood everywhere like the 4th of July in an incendiary uh, in a, a concussion based uh, fragmentation style what would happen if you had a blasting cap inserted directly into your chest and then it exploded kind of way that and many other ontological questions are addressed in Mad Max and it has one of my favorite stories ever and I've beaten that game well over 15 times at $5 it's a ridiculous value and it looks phenomenal and even if you think you don't like it well tell me that after you've beaten it and then 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 I will be open to hearing your reasons and rationale it's a survival game too it's so good it is so good you've not thought about Mad Max until you have played the game and who runs Barter Town that's right finally in our perennial favorites this our last one in this portion of the list is not really a perennial favorite it's in fact it's a franchise that I hate but it is a wildly popular franchise among many people and it has cross uh, generational appeal and it's it can I think it's somewhat more or less family friendly at least by my standards it's also, you know I've never played it but I did buy a license of, for it this morning The Sims 4 which came out last year uh, at least that's what the, the store page listing says uh, everyone says that it runs great um, on um, ProtonDB no problems etc personally I regard it as one of the most asinine and idiotic and poorly done and lazily developed uh, game franchises ever in the history of the world it takes a lot to ruin the concept of Tamagotchi by making it even more repetitive and stupid than the original Tamagotchi were. But there you go. 88% off, $4.79 if you're looking for a gift for maybe, uh, I don't know, a casual gamer in your life or maybe a small furry pet that has somehow developed some degree of sentience and opposable thumbs necessary to manage 
the playing of a video game. This brings us to our third and final portion, the self-explanatory portion of our list, simply called Blockbusters. Ten of the biggest, best, most recent, generally prohibitively or somewhat prohibitively expensive games on the steepest discount here we go you will have heard of every one of these games and again these are in no particular order we're going to buzz through this and then we're we'll, we'll, we'll be gone until the website's up the only way to see this list by the way uh, is to look at our announcements in the Steam group which is called Best Linux Games BLGP um, look in the announcements and you'll, you can see the whole copy for the, the show notes a show blurb for this week which includes entire copies of prices, titles and links to every game mentioned in this episode so let's close it out number one, Doom Eternal 67% off $19.79 next game, a game that I do not play and I'm not a fan of the franchise, but understand the appeal and completely respect its uh, its revolutionary impact, uh, just on the history of gaming, but it's like a universally beloved franchise, and this is the latest one of it, it's a little older, it's about two years old, Dark Souls 3 game that we never talk about on this show 75% off, $14.99 and I do own a license for it and, I, and it ran, actually, I think the week that it was released so Dark Souls 3 $14.99 at 75% off Control Ultimate Edition as featured prominently in uh, an episode of this this very self-same podcast on these self-same airwaves underneath the same masthead within the last, I think, six months. Control Ultimate Edition. Together. 50% off, $19.99. That is a third-person badass X-Files meets The Matrix meets a third-person action paranormal ghost-busting Art Bell, the video game game. It is a really good game. That's Control Ultimate Edition, 50% off, $19.99. One, uh, another game that I just two nights ago convinced uh, Master Splinter to uh, buy by setting up a whole live stream just to show him, because he said that he was a fan of Star Wars, but he wasn't really interested in this game. Well, Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition which is important because that game is different from just the regular one. It is. It, this this one has all the unlocks, better graphics, more players, and uh, also has the amazing Starfighter uh, game modes and the best graphics of any Star Wars game I've ever played. Pretty much, period. It looks like you're playing the movie. In your own movie. Designed for online multiplayer, but still a huge chunk of game without having to resort to um without having to uh, 
resort to highly competitive. There's co-op online game modes. The matchmaking is seamless. You won't even notice that you're playing with real people in the co-op campaign. Covers every era of all three trilogies. Allows you to pick your side. So if you ever want to be the um the drones in the Clone Wars. Like, Roger, Roger. Now's your chance. You ever wanted to be Bosk? You ever wanted to be the Emperor? Or Darth Vader? Or Darth Maul? Or Twi'lek, uh, assassin with a sniper rifle? She's really hot, and I don't have any sexual attraction generally to things that don't exist be they animal or fictional humanoid species she she's really hot like anyway Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition 70% off $11.99 a game in which I logged over 140 hours the first three weeks I owned it Next, magical game that we reviewed this very year, just subsequent to its release. We we beat it and did a full review of it. It is one of the most magical side-scrolling platformers I have ever played in my life. The level of detail is so overwhelming, and the story itself, with its characters, so poignant, and the action and design so brilliant Ori and the Will of the Wisps also known as Ori 2 the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest this is the most recent game in the the franchise it is 50% off now at $14.99 you can beat this game in like maybe 20 hours if you play it on normal and in the f- like two or three parts where you get where I got stuck pretty brutally um immediately begin trying to find a uh, a fact that will walk you through this the specific aspect that you're having trouble with but it is an immensely rewarding beautiful story and the gameplay level design and uh, structure of the upgrade system and the move system and the way it exposes uh, it it's manifold layers of mystery and secrets and skills to you is um, you know it's a journey you'll, you'll never forget and will be one that you will cherish for forever and it has a character in it that will make you cry if you have any sense of justice and or sympathy in your heart oh boy is it a Frankenstein story I'm nine feet tall and my skin is gray. 
All the girls scream when I come out to play. So me a lady, so me a monster lady, just like me. Doctor, doctor, you're the one to blame. You put me together. You forgot the name. All right. Next game, also a rare uh, inclusion, but one that has been rated platinum on ProtonDB um, and is a very popular franchise that I never got into, mainly because generally they didn't, the first game and this game uh, were not quick to be Linux compatible. And I heard the first one was Meritricious, and they both kind of look. You know, a little a little bougie. I've never used that word before in my life, but a little a little douchey, a little a little we're gonna be cyber hackers. Watchdogs 2. Which has a story that I have never become familiar with. And don't forget we have a very special final surprise at the end of all, at the end of this list. Watchdogs 2, 80% off. At $9.99, says very favorably reviewed. Here's a game that I know I love with like maybe the best uh, original title song. And this is probably the most steeply discounted and infrequently discounted game on this list. We Happy Few. That's all I have to say. You've never seen anything like it. You better take your pills. It is 85% off at $8.99 and it almost never goes on sale. And it's one of my favorite games that I've played this year even though it's an older older title. It still retails for like 60 bucks on Steam and it skipped like any it skipped all sales that I've seen since I've become aware of it. Uh maybe maybe it was discounted a little bit uh two sales ago but this is 85% off. It's a $9 game. That is a really good game. If you want to know all about it, check out our video of the week, which is posted in this in the show blurb for this. It, our video of the week will be the official launch trailer with the original song that I love. Uh, it shows you what you're in for with We Happy Few. Yeah. Alright. Up next, game that you know, it was heavily discounted in the fighting game sale that we covered extensively uh, two episodes ago, but that is given many people at least seven to ten days for which they have bitterly regretted the fact that they did not buy this when the number next to its title was $4.99 instead of 30 bucks or whatever the fuck Mortal Kombat 10! Mortal Kombat, bitches! Which I've been playing all fucking week, actually. It's phenomenal! Mortal Kombat 10 is 75% off at $4.99. Online works great on that. Great great in Mortal Kombat 10. You'll get your ass kicked. The It is the best game, in my opinion, of the entire history of the franchise. Including the first. Mortal Kombat 10 is fucking amazingly good it's it saved the franchise for me uh and yes you could buy Mortal Kombat 11 which is a newer 
latest installment. And while people keep saying that they've gotten it to run on ProtonDB, I've tried everything to get it to run. Mortal Kombat 11, that is. Mortal Kombat 10 will run on your Linux box, trust me. And it looks phenomenal. Don't get Mortal Kombat 11 unless you're going to get both and then just return 11 if you can't get it to work. It's a fucking brilliant plan. Ba-bam! Alright, up next, we've only got like three more games. Two more on this portion of the list, though. Because I've been talking to uh, Master Splinter about uh, what he can expect from his uh, forthcoming um, Valve Index headset uh, and base station and glorious knuckles controllers I felt that I had to include at least one virtual reality game that was on a super steep discount and that is a, and that's a game that anyone would love and that would be Space Pirate Trainer 40% off, $8.99 will blow your fucking mind, especially if you have the Knuckles controllers. All hail the Valve Index, the one, the only, the true ah, Knuckles controllers. The the biggest innovation in all of, of virtual reality and this is my third headset and actually it's my third, yeah, complete set of kit for VR uh, in the last seven years. Unsurpassed. So that's Space Pirate Trainer, which also does not go on sale that often. And finally, because everyone, you know, blah, 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 has waited to see this game start start getting favorable working reports on ProtonDB. They've been kind of mixed and they, you know, whatever, but the the recent ones basically indicate to me that it it, it will run for you with the Glorious Egg Roll. And is, you know, one of the most hyperbolically uh, critically quotidian um regurgitative, overused hysterical praise to the point where you're like yeah, you know what, I haven't read your website or your magazine or your column or anything that you fucking touch in like eight years because you guys suck but the finest game ever made according to, you know, some major publications Death Stranding Hideo Kojima's whatever it is game. I don't remember if I bought a a license for this this morning, but nice thing about Death Stranding now, whether you like it, whether you hate it, whether you can get it to run, whether you can't, get a license now, because it's 50% off. See if it runs. $29.99. That's half of 60 bucks. That makes it tied with what was the... uh, Oh, uh, with uh, We Happy Few, I think. For being the most steeply discounted. No, that's just, that's just fifty percent off of sixty bucks. We happy few is sixty fucking dollars, and it's eighty five percent off at eight dollars and ninety nine cents. As promised, I have one special 
bonus mention surprise. This is a historic... If those of you who listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that there's a running list of games that I've been assembling since the inception of the, the first episode of the fucking show. I got the idea that, that uh, you know, we should really do this podcast. I began assembling this list. And it's the list of games, specifically individual franchises, name brand franchises, or their play-like equivalents in generic form, or individual perfect exemplars of specific genres that are not yet present on the new Slash Linux operating system. And when I started this podcast, we filled in many, many hundreds. Actually, we probably filled in over a hundred. Shit, I don't have the actual list in front of me. But this, this game, this game fulfills a demand that I've had not just for a game to appear on Linux ever, but for a new type of this game in this genre for any system, but specifically has to be able to run on Linux. Every year, for about three or four years, me and one of my best friends, Jojo Kimon Kendall, We'd be hanging, hanging out around this time of year, normally the week or maybe, you know, 10 days before or a couple days after Thanksgiving. And out here in Vegas, uh, it used to get a lot colder back then. Um, but the air, it, the desert's absolutely gorgeous this time of year. And uh, we were, you know, we we could drive and we were young and we were reckless and and we had no idea how stupid we were. And it was a glorious thing. And and every year for about three years, we would end up at one or the other's house, you know, as Thanksgiving things, either they're actually happening, even on Thanksgiving Day or whatever, uh, you know, whatever. But eventually, you know, we play F-Zero, we play whatever video games, you know, were, were great. But then there's this game that came out that we went and we bought from this store called Wow, which Wow is that sound like an ancient memory? Because it is gone. And it was called Cool Borders 2. And it was a snowboarding game. And it was the first awesome snowboarding game that we ever played. And then every year, maybe every other year, a new unbelievably awesome snowboard game would come out. And then no snowboarding games came out. After SSX, uh, the second SSX game, which I think was for the GameCube, which was a phenomenal game, but that was a long time ago, um, the snowboarding trick-based ultimate mega skill-based race mind-blowing fucking phenomenal combo uh, impossible 
insane role-playing game, upgradable characters and boards that, you know, did shit and, and better environments and the graphics and, you know, it all just stopped. It died. Like, I mean, it was like a spigot got turned off. I've been waiting for a snowboarding game to run on Linux that's really good long before I started doing this podcast even. So for seven years, every year a little sadder have I become as I look, you know, to the offerings in the recent releases and etc. Hoping to see the rise of a savior only to be year after year crushed and disappointed in the silence and absence of this particular manifestation of what I perceive to be God's divine love for me and me alone as his chosen one. <laughs> That's a joke. No, it's just, it just sucks. And there hasn't been a good new snowboarding game in forever. I was still writing for the paper when I reviewed the last SSX Tricky game for the GameCube. And it was brand new! Well, a game that I've been really nervous about and I've never buck, you know, never uh, you know, bit the bullet and pay pay the money and, and, and see if it works for my own self until today. It's a game called Steep. S-T-E-E-P. I only played 30 seconds of this game. Do not confuse Steep with that other game, which is called like Snow. They're not the same game. They're completely different games. Steep right now is 80% off at $5.99. And I can tell you that what I played just in the... I only played 30 seconds of it. I intend to be to, to spend at least hopefully eight of the next 24-ish hours playing steep, which doesn't just cover snowboarding, it has skiing, but it is it is, it is trick-based free roam I, it is, I think the whole game is actually set in a multiplayer free roam kind of environment, I don't know but it is trick-based and it is ridiculous trick-based like, you know you do grabs while you're flipping at impossible speeds after having set up and pre-wound, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how good the game is. I do know that it is the prettiest snowboard game that actually felt good the second I started controlling it um, to ever appear on Linux. And it is $5.99. And you can return it. So season's greetings, everybody. I'll be back next week when I'll be able to leave the house and buy my own cigarettes instead of begging Jeff to go buy cigarettes for me because I'm still infectious. I'm fine. I hope you have a ha- ha- I hope you had some kind of modicum of a happy Thanksgiving. Um, we're all in this more or less together. At least the 60% of the country who are dealing with reality and are not a frothy m- 
basically frothy anti-science, anti-reality, anti-democracy, anti-government, anti-truth, um, militarized mob of you know, starting to look a lot like brown shirts. We just gotta get through these next two months. We gotta get Trump out of office before he starts any kind of war. And then we gotta get the vaccine. And then we have to rebuild our country and democracy and economy and have some sort of truth and reconciliation. You see, the future's just, it's, it's so bright. We have to wear shades. Cheers. Hope you enjoyed this list. Catch you next week. Later. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farm. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna cry. Four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy yo. Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. Linux Games Podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die.
now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.